Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday and welcome to Gossip with Bravo, babe. I'm Christina and I am here with my guest co-host. She has a podcast, The Real Um, If you haven't listened to it yet, we do a summer house recap every week. Um, Jay Hay Wiley is here with us, everybody. Yes, it's so, I'm so happy to be here. Christina, you're the best. So I am super excited, Bravo Babe, to be here. And uh, yeah, if anybody is out there listening, definitely give it a listen. It is awesome because I know with all of the um, the other you know stuff, right? Like, I mean, we're all consumed by Vanderpump, but it's kind of nice every so often to take a little break from it and uh, dive into Summer House or you know other franchises. So it needs to like snap us back into reality. It's like okay, there's other things going on in the world. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Some people turn on CNN. I turn on Radio Andy. <laughs> you know, I actually don't listen to him. You know what? Every, every, what is it? Every Thursday after Vanderpump airs the night before, he does the juiciest recaps at 9 a.m. on the dot on his show. Um, I think I even like took a screenshot of what he said today about the episode last night. Okay, maybe I'm going to have to start actually listening to him then. Is it a live? It's, it's not a live show, right? It's just in podcast form. No, it's live on Radio Andy. Oh, uh, uh, Sirius XM. I'm serious? Okay. Okay. Yes. I'll have to renew my Sirius membership then. I got rid of it <laughs> after I got my free trial. I was like, I'm good. I don't need it. I uh, listen to it in my car because it's free in my car. Well, so like with my lease, that's what I got initially. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll do um I'll I'll do the Sirius XM trial and it was for a mm-hmm. year. So I was like, this is awesome. And then I like just I listen to sports radio a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, probably also because I work in sports radio. So it's kind right. of good to get a little bit of, you know, uh, all of it. So I like literally before I got on with you, I was listening to the Laker game. So like that's normally what's on in my car. So so that's why I don't think I need Sirius XM. Because I'm like, well, I already listen to AM radio, so I'm good with that. The but only maybe- thing that matters on his is the first 10 minutes. He'll, like, spill everything the first 10 minutes, and then it's whatever after that. So you're not missing too much. Okay. Okay. So basically, I just need to listen to the first 10 minutes, and then I'm good. Yeah, but- and somebody usually recaps it on Instagram anyway, so it's not like you're missing the whole good, juicy show. It's, like, 10 minutes of his little kiki and gossip. Okay. Maybe I'll just go on YouTube and just check it, check out the yeah. 10 minutes or whatever. So but today still, he haven't said done it. that um, he was saying today after he watched last night's episode, however long ago he watched it, he immediately called production and said, you're telling me there's no way you guys knew about yeah. Sandoval and Raquel. And they were like, no, we were taking Ariana's lead. And she was adamantly saying, there's nothing going on between them. I trust them. I know them. I love them. So production was just taking her lead and just, you know, the story was unfolding as it was, but they said they had no idea. And I was very skeptical, but after hearing that today, I kind of was like, okay, well, you know, crazier things have happened. Maybe production didn't know everything. I mean, I can partially believe, I can believe more so that than the latter only because when Jax dropped the bomb season one, 
nobody in production knew that either when he True. dropped Very the pregnancy true. bomb. So, yeah, maybe maybe they did. <laughs> you know, Andy was, not know. Yeah, Andy was just as shocked. So, yeah. of course he was. But so let's just talk about, we can start talking about, um, oh, so Jackson Brittany, they have their podcast called When Reality Hits. I love it. I'm obsessed. So when they were talking yesterday about the money that Randall Emmett owes Jax, um, yes. did you get to listen to that? Yes, I did. Absolutely. I listen to them every Tuesday. I love that podcast. It's great. And I you know, like for all you too. haters, yeah, all you haters out there that hate her voice, shame on you. You already <laughs> knew that she was country. She's great. I love both of them together. They're amazing. And who the hell would have ever thought that they were the going to be the last one standing. Right. Who would have thought? Yeah. So. so yesterday when they were talking about Randall Emmett and the money that he owes Jack. So the way that I took it was Jack's essentially was investing money. So. I Yeah. It's kind was, of like a Ponzi scheme. In right. So it wasn't like he, yeah, it wasn't like he gave Randall you know, a hundred thousand dollars and said, here, this money is for you. And Randall, you know, went and did what he want with it. The intention behind it was he was investing in something with I think it was his production company. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. So he was basically investing in and w which he had invested before. So he was investing in a, in a movie like, or movies, you know, however he wanted to spread the love and he got, he would get EP or executive producer credit. So, oh, that's what he was wanting. Okay. Yeah. So he was getting executive producer credit, but he was also getting his money back. So he's like, okay, like if I gave you 20 grand, I'm just using that as an example. If I gave you 20 grand and then like, I want my money back plus a percentage or whatever. And so that's what he ended up doing for him multiple times. This is exactly like the, um, I, I think it's the Rupert Murdoch thing. Yes. Where he would be like, okay, invest in this stock. And like, he would take all these people's money and he'd be like, put your money in this. And then he, but he's funneling everybody else's money. Hence right. why it's a Ponzi scheme. That so also like, reminds me of um, that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, with the penny stocks? Yeah. Yes. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. It's a great Street. film. I'm it's getting a, clashes of that. Oh, it's a great film. But here's the thing. They, um, with... Wolf of Wall Street, this wasn't like a Ponzi scheme where he had everybody's money and he was funneling everybody's money and just paying them back with everybody else's money. Right. He was making like in penny stocks, from what I understand, um, in penny stocks, you basically get the broker instead of getting like a really small percentage of the pie and the, the person who's in and your investor getting mo most of it. Mm -hmm. get like 50% of what's invested. So let's say like somebody invests like $1,000, you get $500 commission from that. Ah, okay. So so he's getting like, that's why that, that pivotal scene where he's like in Long Island or wherever he is and he like, he, he basically feeds this dude a bunch of bullshit saying like, hey, I can curse on this, right? I'm so sorry. I, oh, hell yeah. Okay. So he basically feeds a bunch of bullshit to the guy on the other line saying like, thinking that it's a legit, you know, brokerage firm saying like, hey, you know, have this wonderful opportunity for you to invest in this brand new company. And it's like a nothing company. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, 
Picasso and Riverside, you know, they're a brand new, you know, company that um, is going to pay dividends in the future. And if you invest your money now, if I can just get you to invest $5,000 of your money right now, you're going to be paying so much. You're going to be getting so much more. You're going to be counting the money. Da, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Right. right. So then this guy like bites into it and he's like, okay, 5,000, half of that's $2,500. Right. So he's getting $2,500 commission. So it's just putting money in his pocket and it screws Correct. the other guy. Yes. So, but those are penny stocks. Those aren't like, he was used to like real stocks, right? He's real money. Yeah. Real money. So he's like, so five grand is like nothing. You know, these guys, like the, the firm he was originally at was like, they put down $10,000 for the share for like one share or for like 10 shares or something like that, like a thousand dollars a share. So like for him, he's like, how many shares can I put you down for? Like it's a hundred a share or something like that. And then they, they're like, okay, well let me do like 500 um, shares and I'll make X amount of money. So, and then he would get like a 50%. I, I don't remember how much penny stocks um, he would get like the percentage of that, but it's a high percentage return for the person selling that to, to you. So that's why these guys were like in crappy, you know, suits or whatever. And he was right. in like $10,000 suits. Cause he's like, I'm not going to sell this penny stock for a penny. I'm selling this penny stock for a grand, but that's right. not, I, I'm going off topic, but like, that's not what this was. This was more like, yes, he was screwing them because he was giving them false information, but he, um, but he wasn't funneling their money. If that makes, he wasn't like grabbing right. their money and utilizing right, right. it for something wrong or something different. That's what Randall, that's what Emmett was doing. Randall Emmett was doing. Like he's grabbing his money saying like, okay, I'm going to invest in the movie. Your, your 20 K is going towards the movie and was really going towards like hookers and blow. Right. Like, Which is, and from what Jack said, it was like 75 to a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars that he had given. Um, thank you for the finance lesson. Number one. Yeah, no, I, that's not my, that's not my expertise. I just love that. You sounded like an expert. I hope everybody listening took notes. (laughs) Yeah. Don't, don't do penny stocks guys. They're not really worth it. Don't do business with people in cheap suits. (laughs) Even people in expensive suits. I mean, Murdoch, Murdoch went for years without getting caught. So, you know, just fuck the patriarchy altogether. Yes. I'm, I'm down with fucking the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, going back to Randall and Jax, I was dying at the part of the podcast where he said, and I quote, I'm Jax Taylor, a family man. (laughs) (laughs) I had to pause it because I was like, what did he just say? And then he said it again. He said, I'm Jax Taylor, a family man. You stole money from a family man. And I just couldn't handle. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to say. I'm going to say this. I, I agree with you. Right when he said that, I was like, what? I'm like, did I hear that correctly? <laughs> when he said that, I was like, yes, I get it. You are a family man, dude. Right. So he's not wrong. You're not wrong. But come on, my guy. Like, <laughs> there's other people out there that like $10,000 or $100,000 is a lot of money to give somebody. Yeah. When, don't you have people for that? Like, right. I would think that like, you would be like, you know what? Let me talk to my finance guy. Let me and, see how this would work. Yeah. Yes. And then then I'll give you that that kind of money. Also, by the way, you can't get a hundred grand out of the bank. You can't just be like, let me just pull that out of the bank right now. Like, let me just walk down to the bank and be like, give right. me a hundred thousand dollars. Send it in increments or you have yes. to have certain 
transfers, buyers. I don't know. I don't deal in that kind of money. Yeah, it's I know I'm not I'm not even in that that box right there. But um, yeah, you have to I believe that the bank because the way that the banks work as well, you can't it's really unfortunate. Like our, our banking system is horrible. But like, basically, what happens is if you have like an over a $10,000 transaction, you need to like, they need to get that money from other accounts. They don't just right. have that money. Yeah, they don't have that money like willy nilly and around. So yeah, like they have like to like sit in there. Yeah, exactly. So they have to like, um, do you ever watch um, It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I That is my favorite holiday movie. It Hands down. It's a classic. It'll never die. It's amazing. It's an amazing flick. For those that have never watched yes. it, please do it. Do yourself a favor. You can watch it now. It's great. Well, awesome. and so now that you say that, it's like when George walks into the bank yep. and and he says, "Your like, money's with your in your home, and your your money's in his home, and your money." Mm -hmm. That's how the bank system works, unfortunately. So he can't just pull out ten thousand dollars and be like, "Let me, you know, give you your ten grand or hundred right. grand." That's just not how it works. That's why I'm like, "Don't you have a finance guy that can help you do all this stuff?" Well, and so at this point, I don't even think Randall has the money to give back to him. Yeah. I think that the money that he does have is probably going to child support for his three children. You know, I feel yeah. like any money he makes is probably going to not Jax Taylor. <laughs> well, I feel, yeah, uh, the, the family man. I, the family um, man. <laughs> I think also he's like, to be honest with you, though, he's still seen with a bunch of women trying to live out that lifestyle again and i think that's another source where he's funneled in money and that's why he had to change his name remember he yes, said that he's changed his yes. name he allegedly is going by i can't remember what he said but that yeah, he was he was saying that whatever this alias that randall has been using he was going to jobs and showing up and people were not expecting randall emmett because he was using an alias and they yep. didn't want to you know some people we're a little taken aback by that because a lot of people don't want to work with him right now. He's it's still hot. That LA times article wasn't that long ago. And now there's the ABC special coming out. Um, and I don't think it's, I mean, it's not directly about him, but Lala definitely speaks on him and, you know, I don't think it's going to be a good look. No, I, I agree. I mean, and I think it's just probably going to get worse for him, <laughs> especially if, if you have to change your name. Dude. <laughs> it's like when Melissa Gorga was at Starbucks and used the name Jewel. Okay, I've never heard not, of that. Yeah, no, these people are not that important that we need to be changing our name. <laughs> yeah. Did she just do that for paparazzi reasons? Why she she's like, I just don't want to be seen. She was in the car with her daughter and she ordered Starbucks and was like, My name's Julia. And Antonia looks at her like, what? And Melissa's like, what? She, I don't know why she did it. Maybe she thought she looked cute, but <laughs> she's not that important to change her name. Wow. I mean, Randall changing his name makes sense. You changing your name, Melissa Gorga, makes, like, it's just, it's comical. It makes no <laughs> sense, makes Julia, no sense. Melissa. Yeah, no sense. I'm brand, by the way, I'm brand new to the, I told you this when you were on, um, with Paul and myself on bitches and I'm brand new to that franchise. Yes. I know about the Teresa and the um, Joe and the Melissa feud right. and everything like that. I know a little bit of the background, but I'm still brand new to that franchise. This was the first year that I actually started really, truly watching 
jersey. So for me, like stuff like that is so brand new. And it's like, what's like, are you insane? (laughs) Crazy. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I was talking about the New Jersey fandom on the podcast uh, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. It is so toxic more so than any other franchise. Um, I spoke to somebody and put a tweet out there saying, something very broad I was like Antonia's car is still in her possession it wasn't repossessed because Mm -hmm. that was the tweets were going around that her car was repossessed and I was just like you know what let's clear this up so I got the facts I cleared it up and you would think that I like said I saw Jesus Christ people thought that I was Melissa's mouthpiece they thought that I was making up stories somebody went as far as saying show a screenshot or a video of the car in front of the house from like the ring doorbell. And I'm like, these people are really that deep into this. I mean, the Bravo fandom runs really deep. It's like crazy deep. That's why Andy has to make pleas to be like, please do not defame property and like cause bodily harm to people. Because I mean, that's, just insane like why would you know you know and also these are kids dude like and right like she was a 17 year old that got a well-deserved vehicle yeah on a roll and you're playing sports good for you yeah good for her let's not diminish that by saying it was repossessed right so i dealt with those jersey fans i went on a blocking spree and it felt great (laughs) um sometimes you gotta block people man i get it I don't know how involved you are on Twitter, but it is, it is just a, it is a whole nother thing on Twitter. Instagram I can handle. I don't, right. I don't block people on Instagram. I love Instagram, but Twitter is where I use that block button left and right. <laughs> so I'm not as active on Twitter for the Bravo verse um, versus um, sports. Mm-hmm. fortunately because people I don't think that they really truly know what I do and who I am and stuff like that which I'm very grateful for I'm not that person that's like I need the fame I need the notoriety I could care less I know what I'm talking about um, and I've talked to actual sports people about actual sports and they like they are even concurring like you know what you're talking about you're obviously not you know it's your thing ignorant. right yeah you're obviously not ignorant on the subject Um, I also used to play sports. So like I played college basketball. So it's not like I obviously know what I'm talking about. Right. But but nobody on Twitter knows that they're not going to sit there and deep dive into my like those people are lazy, like super lazy. (laughs) They're not going to deep dive and be like, who's G. Hey, Wiley? Like, does she know who what the hell she's talking about? Oh, wait, she does. She played division two college basketball. She told like she gets it, whatever. They're not going to do that. They're going to be like, who the fuck are you? You freaking little girl. Like, right. I I will say this, though. They don't dive so much into a lot of the feedback I've gotten on Twitter for sports is positive. Um, So I've been blessed in that account. But I've definitely seen the backlash of some other people's tweets. And those are like professional, yes. you know, people that are like the Stephen A. Smiths of the world or like, I don't know if this, it, it would be like somebody say, calling out Andy and being like, like, like they normally do and being like, give us receipts, like, give us the proof. Where's the proof? Why can't you right. give us this? And, and it's like, he's an expert in his field. He obviously isn't going to tell you guys a lie. <laughs> it makes no sense. You know, um, he's not Sandoval. He's not going to lie through the whole entire show. Like, right. like stop. Um so yeah, the the fandom for Bravo fans is nuts. It's just 
it's unlikely any other kind of fandom other than maybe like the comic book sphere. I don't know if you've ever like gone to Comic Con or like I have not. Oh, so I I'm a nerd at heart. I was I played sports, but I was in band. Um, I played the flute and the piccolo. I was in marching the flute. Band. Oh. I played the flute and the piccolo. I was in the marching band, the concert band, the jazz band. I played the trombone. I so like I was a nerd in high school. I was not popular <laughs> by any means. Um, and I think playing the flute is so cool. Oh, thank you. It was forced. I wanted to play the violin <laughs> and the drums. I did not want to play the flute, but um, it was forced. Yeah, my mom. My mom was like, "This is all we have. This is all you get, and you have to do it." So, um, very very Asian of my mother. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm half Korean, so it definitely she, she pushed it. Definitely she pushed it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm glad she did because I now have something I can do for a lifetime. But um, yeah, I just at the time it wasn't. You didn't get it at the time. I hated it at the time. And my band director was horrible, RIP, but like my band director was a dick. <laughs> so I was like, this sucks. I hate this. Now it's great. It's awesome. Hindsight's 2020. Anyways, the um, the whole entire point I'm, I'm making, I think, is um, I totally just lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, no, we were talking about the toxicity of the fandom, people making comments. Yeah, I don't know why I like segued into me playing band. <laughs> it's okay. Now we know more about you. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Here you go. Okay, we can we can uh, switch yeah. gears and get away from Jersey. Jersey is just I just I kind of can't wait for the season to be over. Yeah. I'm 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 very invested in it. I really am because it's my favorite franchise, but I'm just ready for it to be over because it's we need something fresh. We need something new somebody needs to make a move and well, until that happens i don't know how filming's going to go well i like what you sent me can we talk about that oh, about louis wait yes we need to go into yeah. that okay this yeah. is gonna be a longer episode because i need to dive into this did you um read them all of them and i i will say this i said from the beginning i was like what does this guy do for a living and I, and I actually asked my boyfriend this because I was like, what does this guy do for a living? This guy is a Jen Shaw, like a mofo. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. he is so untrustworthy. I was like very skeptical because I'm like, okay, it seems like he's really good for her. If you just look at it without, you know, finding out what he does for a living. Right. He looks like he's really good for her, but it's all an act. Melissa and Joe were totally right. It's all an act because... And that's like narcissism 101. They like yeah. lure you in. They're so charming. You like fall in love with them. It's like the love bombing thing. And then mm -hmm. you slowly start to see, you know, everything come out. And what came out today from your moms are watching. She always has a, an inside scoop into something. She also put out today that her sister was Raquel's pageant coach. Wow. Uh, yeah, that I was wondering because I know you sent me that, and I was like, "What is that?" Like, I'm like, "What?" I didn't get the correlation, but now that totally makes sense. Yes, yeah, so she posted screenshots of text messages between her mom and Raquel's mom. But besides the point, so she posted these um, images today. One said Frank, one one said the Gorgas, one said Dina, mm -hmm. and underneath it it explained how and why louis has essentially fucked them over um one way or another 
So I'm going to read briefly what Dina says and then we'll talk about it because this one I found interesting only because I love Dina. I, I adored their friendship that they had mm-hmm. um, when the show was airing, but I'm not sure what it's like now. So on here they said, um, and obviously take this with a grain of salt because we don't know if this is factual, but it sounds pretty damn factual to me. Yeah. Um, so basically, Dina and her husband, Dave, hung out with Louie and Tree all the time. Um, what I found interesting was it said they all did ayahuasca together, and this was a bonding experience. Well, it's definitely going to be a bonding experience if you're doing ayahuasca together. Yeah. Um, they said Louie presented himself as a successful businessman, seemed to like to travel on Dave's dime, however. Tree and Dina are still friends, but notice we never see pics of the four of them hanging out again. Dina will deny all of this because she doesn't want her name or Dave's name associated with drama, but it's allegedly all true. Um, So with that one, it's basically they would travel, but they would travel on Dave's dime, and Louie would say he's this great businessman, but he wasn't fronting any money for anything. I mean... That's like Mooch 101 right there. I mean, you could be like charming and all that other stuff, but I mean, that's very telling. It's very, very telling. And on top of it, he doesn't really talk about his business. Like that was the one thing where like Jen Shaw, she'd say she helps people, but that's Mm -hmm. pretty much it. She never said like, well, this is what I specifically do. Every single housewife said specifically what she did, right? Like I right. like Heather owns beauty lab. Like um, Whitney Rose is like, I have my own, you know, my beauty company skincare and beauty design line. Yeah, Vita Tequila, yep. Marks, you know, you know, their brands. But yeah. And then, you know, yeah, you know, specifically what they all do. Um, or you can just look it up and you can see what they do. I tried looking up what the hell Jen Shaw does. And it was like, it was like a mind fuck. It was like, yeah. what am I looking at? Yeah. Like, do you have what she did? Yeah. Yeah. She was a great housewife. I mean, I'm not going to lie, but it's like, you know, I was like, there's no way that they're living off of a coach's salary because he's, he's like an assistant to assistant to an assistant. Like, and if I know anything, I definitely know sports and my, he's not my real brother, but my brother is a, is a head coach for the university of Colorado um, and he does not make that kind of money because he's not like, um, not he's not the like kind to have that house that they had. Yeah, you know, no, not Shaw Chalet. Yeah, yeah, not to have a Shaw Chalet. You're not Nick Saban, sweetheart. No, <laughs> even Nick Saban doesn't have that kind of money. Like I think because they have to trickle it down to their staff. So the head coach pays the staff. It ain't. The, oh, okay. See, not, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not the university. Technically, the university pays them, pays the head coach, and the head coach pays with his, within his salary. He oh, gets a budget so and pays come from like the athletic department, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like from the president of the university slash, you know, the um, athletic director. Like they all like, um, they all have agents, and they um, basically go to the top and say, "This is how much my client wants." Um, and then they try to draw out, you know, what whatever is favorable for their client and with, with the school, um, whether it's with the, I think it's like a, co- a collaboration between the 
um, I'll, I'll find this out indefinitely, but it's a collaboration yeah. between the um, president and the uh, athletic director and obviously the coach and his agent. So they all get together and they figure out the contract and stuff. And they, but the coach is the one that trickles it down because those guys are his employees. So coach Shaw. That makes sense. So there's no yeah. way coach was making anywhere near no. their lifestyle to obtain that lifestyle. No, just to let you know, the highest paid assistants play for, or pay, or, um, they work for Clemson. Each one of those guys his assistants, each one of his assistants, Dabo Sweeney's assistants, makes a million dollars a year. And that's unheard of in college football. Unheard of. These guys do not make that kind of money. They make like 200K a year or something like that, and that's fine. But like, they're not making a million. So just take so that. She really was making all the money. Yes. And it really, from the first season, you couldn't tell because you could never figure out what her career was it seemed yeah. like he was the breadwinner and unless you know enough about sports you probably assumed the same thing you probably assumed oh he's a coach he makes you know good money but you know yeah. now people know that's definitely not the case no so that's most definitely probably going back to louis um yeah and his businesses i mean it's very telling if you're going on vacations and not contributing to the bill yeah so that's what we had going on with dina um the next one said frank um this one i had heard already and Same. i posted about it i think we might have even talked about it i talked yeah. about it on on my podcast for sure but we um let's see she said on here she said that he could make 30k a week Louis set Frankie up in a nice office in Montville. Um, one day Frankie showed up to work and the landlord told him to pack his stuff and leave immediately. Rent had not been paid in a few months. Um, and then it says that Frankie could not reach Louis for three months. He didn't call him back. Um, the reason I believe this is because I believe that Do Dolores would try to bury this and hide this because you know, it's not anything that Frankie did to look bad, but in the business world, it could look bad to be associated with Louie. So I think she just wants to keep it quiet and hope that it just gets swept under the rug. Like it's not a big deal. They didn't work together. It was just a mishap, you know, yada, yada, life goes on. No, I, I get that. She's, yeah, she's looking after her kid. Yeah. What absolutely. She's really doing. Yeah. And so I definitely believe this one. I believe that Louis didn't pay. Frankie had to leave the office. Um, I, I believe it for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, here's my thing. He's fitting a pattern. This isn't just one incident, right? Right. These are at least four. And how many other people has he screwed? That we even know of is, you know, so tons, tons. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I, again, I'm just really concerned, you know, if Teresa does want her, like Teresa kind of reminds me of Vicky. Like when she's in love, it doesn't matter. She just sees the guy. And so she just, she, she wants to be loved. That's absolutely. She's just, she's buried in his dick sand. Yes. I don't know if anybody remembers that movie, um, but she's buried in his dick sand and she just wants to, be, then you're right. She wants to be loved. Who doesn't want to be loved? I like, 
love is great, man. It's it it's is, awesome but you to have be. to have you have to have you know more standards than what Teresa has right now. More standards definitely than what Vicky's had in the past. Yeah, which is which is kind of sad. Speaking of that, by the way, are we like? Are we sweeping under the rug that Shannon's still seeing and hanging out with her ex? I saw that. And then I also saw that they are not, she said that they are not together. I know that they're not together. I'm but just saying it's very coincidental that they're constantly in contact with this guy. Right. And while cameras are back up, because wasn't that the issue last time he broke up with her right after cameras were down? Yeah. So, like, cameras are back. Why is he luring around again? Lurking around again? Well, allegedly, like, the Tao um, thing where where they were going to Tao, A, there were no cameras. They just went there for an event. Um, and B, they went for um, – she asked him because she didn't want to go alone. But this still doesn't make sense. I would never post, hey, guess who I saw at the gym? I'd be like, <laughs> fuck off. You're my ex. I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's weird to me, especially given yeah. how heartbroken she was. Right, and now but, all of a no. sudden she's good. Yeah, no, that's not my that's not my vibe. Yeah, I like. Uh, so my like, I have an example of this. My boyfriend and I, when we first started dating, poor guy. I just I feel for <laughs> my boyfriend. He's such a sweetheart. I um I'm from California, so he moved here from Connecticut, and when he moved from. He used to live in Santa Monica and then from Santa Monica, he moved to where I currently live or we currently live now. So like he knows barely anybody, right? He maybe knows a handful of people. I know everybody because I grew up here. So like, so we're walking around and there's a volleyball tournament going on. It's like a big volleyball tournament in Hermosa. That's not a professional one. Um, And one of my exes was walking around and playing in the tournament and he saw me I was like, went over thinking I'm single still or whatever. He has no idea. He's he's a huge alcoholic. So I just was like, this is not good for us. Like, you need to go bye-bye. So yeah. I'm walking with him because he's like, let's go to the beach and walk. I'm like, fine. So we like go and we're, we're walking around. And he's like, he comes up to, to me and is like, hey, G, hey, da, da, da. I'm like, oh, hi. I'm not going to bl- shout out his name. I don't really care about this guy anymore. Um, I was like, oh, hey, what's up? I was like, you know, X, this is my, this is my boyfriend, Clark. And he's like, oh, hey, man, I guess he gave him a really, really hard handshake and then, like, tried to, like, intimidate him or whatever. That's just not who my boyfriend is. He doesn't care. He's just like, okay, bro, nice to meet you. Right. And we walked away. Yeah. Yeah. We, like, said our niceties, then we walked away. And he's like, dude, he just shook my hand super hard. What did you do to him? I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. We weren't together that long, dude. Like, and we weren't even really together. He was what I call, like, we were South Bay dating. (laughs) I'm just what gonna put that out there. It's like we were hooking up, but we weren't together. Like what do you we weren't. Call a- it? I'm I'm new to this term. Um, I think it's just a regional thing. It's um, I call it South Bay dating because I live in the South Bay of California, and it's um, it's basically we live in this bubble, and I live in Hermosa, um, which is actually where the pump cast was for that beach day. Oh, really? I live four blocks away from where they filmed. You should have went to the beach that day. No, you know, during the summer and during the summer, it's a shit show over there. So I'd rather go during like times that it's mellow. It's just not my, I'm too old. You know, you know the drill. Yeah. It's just, it's very, very like, and don't be wrong. Summer here is awesome. I told you, you and your husband open invitation. You guys are more than welcome to come stay in our, um, 
our guest room or our spare bedroom. You can totally stay. Um, I live like a block and a half away from the ocean. So like it's, and it's awesome. It's a great area to live in, but when it's locals only, it's even better because it's not as crowded. <laughs> and oh, definitely. Yeah. It's pretty chill. So like where they were was again, it was like four blocks away from where I live. And, um, that particular bar, it's called tower 12, shout out to tower 12, even though I'm not the huge, hugest fan of those owners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, um, that bar is always crowded and it's always a scene. So for me, I'm like during the day, it's fine. Go there. It's fun. It's good. Food's pretty Grab decent. A drink and like, yeah. you don't have to stay there kind of thing. Yeah, but it's kind of like the bungalow in Santa Monica. And if anybody's ever been to the bungalow in Santa Monica, they totally get what I'm talking about. It's very broy. It's very like, you know, um, I I got a like I don't know like, like a frat bar. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, so it's just again, it's just not my vibe. I'm just I'm too old for that stuff anymore. You know, I'm not 25. Like you'll see a lot of like LMU, UCLA, USC kids that like are just graduating college. Um, or maybe they're like, everybody's under 30. Let's just put that out there. Um, it's probably not my vibe either. It doesn't sound like my vibe. No, it's not someplace where you're going to go enjoy like a really stellar, like Michelin star meal and have a glass of wine. It is not your place. Um, there's a place that the same company owns that's down the way. It's only like three restaurants away or two restaurants away. That's way more the vibe because it's super chill for dinner at night. It gets a little crazier because they have a DJ and stuff, but like at least during the the appropriate dinner time, you're good. So, but that's, right. that's why I'm like, eh, I'm good. I don't need to go there. <laughs> I I don't. So they went there after the beach day. Yes. And that is where after that bar, Tom, Tom and Raquel went back to Sandoval's and had Sandoval's the house. Yeah. Yes. So timeline wise, they had the beach day. They went to bar. You said it was like one twelve or something. Tower 12. Tower 12. They went to Tower 12. And then following that is when Sandoval, Schwartz, and Raquel went back to Sandoval's. And Ariana was out of town dealing with her grandmother's death. Um, and then timeline-wise, the next day is when Raquel was late for work and tells Lisa it was because she was at Sandoval's the night before and had stayed the night and overslept. Yeah. And then we see how that unfolds and how the rumor gets back to Katie, which is Lisa tells Ken and then Ken stumbles in and he says, I wish I could say it the way he says it. Um, I can't believe Tom Zendeval. <laughs> yeah, my British accent sucks too. So I can't not <laughs> I'm not going to attempt it again, but it's, <laughs> it is fucking hilarious the way he says it. And it's so staged. You can tell Lisa had to, somebody was like, Ken, you need yeah. to walk in there and drop this bomb because Katie's only here for 20 more minutes yeah. and we got to wrap this up because season ends wrapping in like two weeks. We need to have a wrap up storyline. You got to go dish this out. So Ken was the pawn and you can tell he is not a good actor, but whatever, either way, Katie finds out. And then we see how everybody else in the group finds out. And Lala just flat out says, I think that Tom has a thing for Raquel. I love what she says when she says, um, and she's so spot on. She says the last time that Sandoval was talking about a woman this way, the way that he talks about Raquel was when he was talking about Ariana when him and Kristen were together. 
Yep. I was like, that is a hundred percent right. Absolutely. I'm like spot fucking on Lala, like spot on. But by the way, the editors don't sleep in this. They're so good. They're so good with the like. To the editors of Pump Rules, I feel like people get Emmys for this kind of work. They should. They really, truly should. should. Like, there needs to be an award. Like, they should be stacked with awards and, like, Emmys or whatever, Oscars, whatever it takes for, like, Emmys for reality for television. What's that? I said they need some serious recognition. They really do. They don't deserve enough. I hope they get paid astronomically. Like, I hope they get really, really paid because those editors are fire. Like, I I just, I, I, I wish I had an editor like this. Like, to just, they're incredible. The producers are incredible and the editors are incredible. Like, we need I don't, to get an editor on a podcast episode. I know. I want either an editor or I want a producer on a pod, on this podcast. Oh, manifesting. For sure. Manifesting. Yes. We're putting it out there, guys. Yeah. I mean, even a former one. I'm fine with a former one. I'm, I just want somebody who knows the ins- Like, I had no idea that the cameraman had earpieces that could hear all of the conversations until oh, the season. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea. Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, so I used to work for Fox Sports. Um, but behind the scenes, I was not in front of the camera. And what I'm trying to do is be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Not saying that this face needs to be in front of a camera. I just, that's just the career path. Yes, that I it want. does, girl. Oh, I love you for that. But like, that, and that's another thing too. Like these girls support each other. It's like a generational thing that like needs to be a permanent thing. Everybody just needs to support each other, especially when yes. they're trying to do good. Shout out to Lala, by the way, for her, um, the post that you reposted on your social media, Christina, about her supporting the writer's strike. Yes. I love it. I saw that. She's not going to attend the MTV movie TV awards. Um, And also, I saw that side note for outside of Bravo, Drew Barrymore is not hosting it anymore either. Because of the writer's strike? Because of the writer's strike. She said that she's no longer hosting it. So shout out to them. Good for them. Um, Good. And it kind of goes hand in hand with what I was going to say. My favorite line, uplifting and positive of the show last night, um, Lala said in her confessional, she said, this is just about bitches supporting bitches. I'm really proud of all my friends right now. And Absolutely. I just was like, that's, that's the kind of stuff I like to see. That reminds me of, you know, the nice friendships that we fall in love with on Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is the one thing, and I'm not a Lala fan. Don't come at me, Lala. I'm sorry, but I just, and you're not going to please everybody. It just is what it is. Just like, I'm not a Garcelle Bouvet fan. Like, I just, I, she's not my vibe. You're not my vibe. She needs a new stylist is what she needs. Garcelle or Lala? Garcelle. Yeah. I'm just, I, it's not even that. I just, I I like, I can respect her as a housewife. I just, there's something about her that I just, I don't like. I just, she's just not your person not you know yeah. not everybody likes everybody yeah and so like the, so going back to not my person with Lala I can respect the shit out of that woman because she knows her shit she knows what she knows the assignment and yes. I think that's the reason why I'm like you know what keep that woman on reality television I may not like her but she's great for reality TV she I can respect yeah I can respect the game for sure doesn't mean I'm gonna love you doesn't mean that I'm like Team Lala all the time. I'm actually have never been Team Lala since Jump when she popped on our televisions. But at the same time, I can respect the game. I can totally respect the game. I'm not a Kobe Bryant fan, but I respect the crap out of him. R.I.P. 
you know, I'm the list can go on and on. I'm just saying for Lala, like respect the game, honey. I respect the game. Just don't like you, but I respect the game. And that goes with James Kennedy too. Absolutely. Um, I feel like he's in the same boat. Shout out to Hi Baby Gorgeous on Twitter because she posted a picture of James and Lala together and it says, not to be dramatic, but I feel like James and Lala are literally our modern day Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I saw that on there. It was cute. Yeah, I will say so this. I will say this. My boyfriend used to um, run a restaurant on Cannon, which is in Beverly Hills. It doesn't exist anymore, but it, um, he used to run it and um, when Lala and James were brand new and they had just gotten agents, I think they were like one season in, they came to the restaurant. He said they were super, super nice. They were very, very sweet. Um, they were super chill and cool. Um, but their act, their transactions with one another, their conversation with one another was very interesting. In what way? They basically were not writing a script per se, but they definitely were planning their moves. They were wanted, yeah. They were like ghost producing for themselves. Absolutely, trying to make like certain storylines like come to light and figure their their way to um, in together, so to speak. So in that, the, again, respect the game, guys. Respect the game that these guys right. are like at that level where they're like, look, this is what needs to happen in order for us to stay on this show. So this is what we got to do. And they're getting paid. This they know yeah. how to like. It's it's yes, it's reality television, but. It's also a job. This is how they earn sure. their income. So, you know, they don't just show up to filming and film and go home. There's so much that goes into it. I mean, you don't, you have to, the glam and outfits itself is a cost. Yep. And that's, that's not even the biggest things, you know, that's just one small part of what goes into it. So they work for their money. They don't just show up and film and go home. They have to put some work into it. Yeah. And I mean, things like give them Lala or James going to New York and being able to DJ over there wouldn't happen as quickly, you know, without the show. So good for them for hustling. Uh, like, I, there's no shame in that game. Like, no I, to, to be honest with you, if I had taken that path, I probably would have done the exact same thing. Well, so, that's how you make it. That's how you have yeah, to do it. Absolutely. I mean, you got to respect the hustle. I think that my biggest flex personally after watching last night's episode is I sat and I thought to myself, I have never liked Tom Sandoval, not from the very beginning. There was something about him that I just wanted to, I always just wanted to punch his face. He has one of those punchable faces. <laughs> he really and does I, have a punchable face, even more so does. now that he got rid of the, thank God he got rid of the stash. But at the same time, I'm like, God, you look so gaunt. And like, he looks look. like a, like, so the, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the one with Johnny Depp. Uh -huh. His face is getting so grossly skinny and sunken in that he's reminding me of that character. I wonder if he's on Ozempic. It's, he might be. <laughs> he has Ozempi face. Oh my gosh. I need to watch what I say because I was eaten alive on Twitter today for calling out Kyle Richards' rib cage in that group photo that Dorit posted. Did you see the photo? I saw the photo, but I didn't see your comment on it. So I posted on Twitter. I, maybe I just need to stay off Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> you can get, I mean, everybody deserves a social media break. I want to do a whole entire thing about it, but like maybe a day. Maybe I should go a day without Twitter because I've been getting in trouble on Twitter. So I posted the picture and I said, what did I say? Um, 
oh, I think I just said like, God bless Kyle's rib cage or something or like something totally well, it like, like a joke. It was, it was totally like benign. It was nothing crazy. And I come back to my phone and I had over 75 comments and I was like, holy crap, what happened? And half of them were, oh my gosh, she needs to stop taking Ozempi. She needs to, you know, or she's sucking in her stomach, blah, blah, blah. And the other half were like, I can't believe that you're shaming somebody who has body dysmorphia and an eating disorder. And I'm like, wait, how did my tweet get turned into now all of a sudden I hate people with eating disorders? That's how quickly things can get twisted. But here's my thing, though, Christina, is that if the, the if there are people trolling you and there are people on your comment section, that means you're doing something right in the words of Jax That's Taylor. True. That's true. They're, they are giving attention even though they don't necessarily want to. And that just means that they're like Jax and Brittany have a troll um, section or segment of their show in their podcast. Yes, they do. They and do. I think it's genius. It's genius because it's like, you know what? Sure, pay attention to that one troll like a week. Who cares? Because because of that troll, you're still working. You're still getting paid to watch a television show. You're still getting paid to do a podcast with your wife. Like you're still getting paid so you can send your kid off to school if that's what he wants to do in the near future. Exactly. Like you know what? Troll away, guys. Troll away. Comment section, whatever. I don't care. Like, troll away. And if my page disappears, it's because I blocked you. Because <laughs> left and right, like I said, <laughs> going after those people on Twitter. I think that, you know, now that you say that, I need to take a Twitter social media break because... I mean, don't take I, it too long, but yeah. <laughs> no, I, I could never take it too long. Are you kidding? I got... I, my favorite thing is my um I watch Succession on Sundays. It's my favorite show right now. It's my boyfriend's and, favorite show. Oh, and I live for the after show comments. It's it can be hilarious on there. <laughs> but going back think? to let's see. Oh, wait, did you so this was like not even three hours ago, I wanted to tell you. So Tom Sandoval has a show tonight. Yes, in um, Long Island. Yes. Did you see what they were doing for the tickets? Okay, so I thought that was fake. No, that was true. No. <laughs> yeah, I no, thought that was so... a joke on your Twitter. No, so they're uh, they were offering a two for one ticket special. No. That was true because they couldn't sell. So the venue emailed people like their subscription list. However, you know whatever their algorithm is to. Yeah, they sent out an email saying that it was a two for one ticket special. Wow. I know. And then um, Bravo and Blaze posted a video of somebody that was actually at the show. And they um, showed Tom on stage. He's wearing a double-sided lightning bolt vest. He's bizarre. <sighs> so the lightning bolt thing, he's like drawing attention to. But then they flash to the rest of the audience. And there is significant empty seats. Like dozens i mean it's a small venue it's not like it's big so um but that being said have you been seeing the bolts pop up i'm like obsessed with watching these bolts pop up his bolt necklace yeah they're popping up in every episode every episode he wears the damn necklace well and it's the 
the outfit that he's wearing tonight, it's like a, it's a vest, but on each side of the vest, there's lighting, lighted up lightning bolts. So he's like drawing attention to it even after the fact, even after he knows that everybody's speculating about them. I mean, at this point, he just wants, he just wanted to get caught. I mean, it's just, it's very, very obvious. It is. It really is. Um, Hold on one second. I hear my daughter. I'm going to run upstairs really quick. She's so cute. I love her. Okay, Rosalie is all good. <laughs> good. Oh, that's such a precious name. I love that. Thank you. Okay, so what were we wrapping up with Pump? Oh, there's still so much with Pump, but let's see. Ooh. So I'm just looking at Instagram right now. Uh, SNL has abruptly canceled the remaining episodes of their of this season, season forty eight, and I'm assuming it's the writers. It's due to the writers' strike. Oh, I would assume so. Wow. I mean, things like that are probably going to be happening a lot the rest of this week. But it makes it's interesting because SNL writers are also on the cast. True. Like, so that's just interesting to me that they would strike, and that's fine. Like, I get it you know, stand in solidarity with those people, but it's just interesting. Um, other news, are you going to be coming to LA before pump closes? No, I will not be, but it's, isn't it July or I'm sorry, Jan? No, July 5th, right? Yeah. July 5th, it closes down. Um, I think I might go just to say goodbye to it. It's a beautiful venue. I heard that it's probably going to be vacant for a while, too. Yeah, it's been up for sale for almost a year. So, I mean, the guy wants a million dollars a month. Is he nuts? That's insane. I mean, even that's so it's going to be empty for a while. Yeah. It'll be turned into a parking lot eventually. I mean, unfortunately, that is the crux of L.A. right now is Mm -hmm. that a lot of people are exiting California. Um, It's because it's just too expensive to live here. I get it. I'm not, you know, I'm very fortunate. My landlord since COVID has not bumped up my rent. So shout out to your landlord. Thank you so much, Michael. Do not bump up my rent (laughs) or until I start making real money. Like don't bump up my rent. My rent's already expensive. Um, (laughs) I mean, the average one bedroom apartment in San Francisco is three grand a month. That's insanity. I mean, that's double my mortgage. Wow. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Actually, literally double my mortgage for a four-bedroom, three-bathroom house. Wow. I mean, my boyfriend and I are even contemplating buying a place in um, 
uh, uh, in Vegas. So, well, that's where I heard Lisa. Well, I mean, obviously she has the Vanderpump cocktail garden at Caesars. Um, yeah. And she has Vanderpump Paris at in the Paris hotel as well. Paris, that's what it was. So she's opening two more. Yep. Um, so it's not like she's going to be losing out entirely with pump closing. It might just be, it might, for all we know, that could be her smallest, you know, profit. She could be not losing out anything. Especially yeah, Vegas, she's definitely Vegas. making money. She is a hundred P making money. And on top of it, she, um, she's, unfortunately this has happened to her before. She's opened up restaurants in London and they've failed um, or they've closed Villa, Villa Blanca, you know, Right. People it, it forget about me. that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, her venues are gorgeous. Her food is not. <laughs> it's just, it's very mediocre to me. But I think also, like, we might have more of a refined palate than, like, other, <laughs> some other people. Like, not knocking other people or anything like that. But, like, you know, when I when I want to go to a dinner and spend $100 a person, I'm not, ex- I'm not expecting McDonald's. So. Exactly you know, inflation or no inflation, I'm still expecting a, a nice product and the, the food's fine, but do you know how many other places are right by Vanderbilt Paris that are way better? No, no, around the corner. From it's, yeah. And I feel like it's the name. It's the, yeah. it's what, it's the name is what they're selling. Yes, absolutely. Which is fine. You know, that's, it's a, again, it is a gorgeous venue. It's very beautiful back I there. I mean, and people go and you can pay for the ambiance and you can pay for the venue and the food could be mediocre. I mean, it could be the experience that you're paying for, but absolutely, you could pay for the experience and a good meal somewhere else. No, totally. I mean, Old Homestead in Caesars, phenomenal. Get that burger. It is so worth the money. Do not even care. STK at the Cosmo, Oysters Rockefeller, best I've ever had. Like there's so many other secret pizza at the Cosmo, which by the way, I will be, I will be splurging on that because that pizza. I need to remember that. Oh, dude, I'll take you there when we go. Okay, perfect. I I will, I, you and you, me and your mom, we'll get drunk and we will go and then we'll be sober the next day and we'll go and we'll get it again. (laughs) That's how good it is. Now you're talking, now you're talking our language. Oh my God. Perfect. This place and this place is open. Secret Pizza is open till like three or four in the morning during the weekend. So like we'll be able to go. It's that's the best. Ah, uh, it's it's literally it's my cheat. It's like every single time, like my boyfriend and I, we fast before we go to Vegas. So we like we'll do like a forty eight hour fast, and then by the time forty eight to seventy two hour fast, and by the time we get there, I have a glass of wine, I'm drunk, and I'm eating Secret Pizza. It's <laughs> so you're in your happy place. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you'll love it. And they finally have ranch. So you can have ranch with your... Ooh, you yeah. know these Midwest girls and ranch. Uh, trust me, it's a Cali thing too. You got to have oh. ranch on everything. I can't believe that Raquel spilled the ranch at the birthday dinner in the tent. I mean, I can. They're probably, they've got to be on something. Oh, they the drugs were had in that tent. Absolutely. I they mean, his burn count is definitely going down by the by the day. I'm oh sure. yeah. I'm. Let's see. I'm on my for you page, and it says that James Kennedy. Shout out to James Kennedy. He purchased a 1.3 million dollar home. Good for him. Good for him. I'm looking I mean, at that's the pictures. The, it looks cute. Good for him. That unfortunately is the average out here. I'm assuming he's he got a home in LA. 
Yeah, and you know what? I'm I think good for him, but the house looks average. Like like less than, which is fine. But I mean, looks, maybe it's his starter home. It could be, you know. And this is hold on. This is just the outside. The outside looks like a kind of shack, but inside was totally redone. It's so it's nice. All right, I'm gonna look up his house right now too. Um, There's a photo of it pre-renovation that I saw, which is what sketched me out. But it was renovated. Oh, Studio City. Is that L.A.? Yeah, it's like near the stu- the studios, hence why it's called Studio City. But it's near, like, um, it's far. From where I live, it's far. It's like a good hour, hour and a half away oh, okay. from where I live. Um, but it's close to Hollywood and, like, all of the things that are very L.A. It's a very L.A. city. Um, it, it's, like, closer to downtown. Not really, but, like, it's closer than I am. To downtown and so to is it like a good location for him given where he like given where he works and stuff out? like that yes yes okay. it's close to hollywood he'll be fine he can go to hollywood and back um relatively um it's gonna be hot though he's gonna be roasting so i hope he spends a lot of money on central air um, <laughs> and then um yeah the the pool is cool him. you can definitely renovate that pool too though but yeah, unfortunately, a lot of homes are like that are in that area. Like, um, they're they're gonna be over a mill, which, which is sad. <laughs> I mean, it's the area. I get it, but it's still just mind boggling to me. Yeah, oh. I I mean, I wonder what's going to happen with Tom and Ariana's house. I wonder what they're gonna do with that. Oh, well, they definitely are selling it for sure. There's no way that she's going to, would you want to stay in, would you want to buy him out and stay in that house? Oh, definitely not. No way. Memories that you're like, and then the last seven months he's been sleeping with, with, you know, his mistress in the home that you built together. Like they didn't get furniture for like months because they wanted to do it themselves. They wanted to have their own furniture in there. They didn't take the stage furniture. They were like, this is our home. Right. She needs to whatever she does keep has to be saged and cleansed and oh, I would yeah. want a fresh start and to get out of there. I don't know financially what they're, if it's how it's tied into the bar, but she just needs to get out and he can deal with it. However they figure it out. You know what? What I'm wondering is that with her new man, if she'll move to New York. Oh, maybe. Or maybe if he'll bi-coastal. move here. Yeah. Or if he'll move here. Because I don't know what he does, but with her sandwich shop, maybe she would have him come out here. Well, he's a personal trainer, so he could work out here. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there's definitely more of a uh, I mean, don't be wrong. I used to be a trainer in uh, New York, so I get that like he could still be a trainer out there. But like it would be easier to be a trainer out here than to be out there, especially if you have Ariana as your girlfriend, I'm sure that she could, she's already introduced you to all of the celebs that you can possibly like train and be like, Oh yeah, I need to get my butt in shape. Can you do me? There's a market for him out there. Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. Like people want to get in shape in New York, but it's nothing like LA. No, it's be like, it's, it's totally different. People in New York get their workouts in by walking to their street because you know, you walk everywhere. Yeah, there was actually a, um, a documentary on um, this one guy that he would eat McDonald's every day for 30 days. 
Yes, and I saw that. Remember that? Supersize me? Yes. And, but he lived in New York. And so the average New Yorker walks like at least like, I don't even know, what is it? Two, at the time, it was like two miles a day or something like that. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And like now, like, he, but he had to walk the average, Amer what the average American walks and it's way less than that. Everybody spends time in their car. Like the average American they is- They don't walk anywhere. Yeah. No nowhere. New Yorkers walk. So he had to take cabs everywhere. Yeah, he had to take cabs everywhere. He had to take the train everywhere. He couldn't even walking to the train and back, by the way, is more walking than the average American does. How sad is that? I believe it though. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. Sadly, I do. Yeah. My favorite is, thing to do, side note, is just walking to the park. No, um, my aunt, my aunt and my uncle, they've been together for over 30 years, and they um after uh, me uh, their meals they go on a walk in the neighborhood to... yeah, that's just so nice yeah so it's their time where they can like spend with one another and at the same time walk off their food exactly adorable yeah i think it's so cute <laughs> like that is cute yeah my boyfriend wants to do it every so often but i'm like i'm too tired i want to lay down <laughs> i don't want to get up but we do it every so often as well like it's kind of nice because he loves to see the non-action we definitely live in a sleepy town so like um, we live right by it's it's on a pier, by the way, that um tower twelve thing is on a pier. Mm -hmm. So like we can actually like walk up and down the pier and then walk around oh, that's by cute. the water and stuff. So that's that's our walk. Um, but yeah, I mean, digest the food. Um, I will say this drink. I yeah, I will say this. I cannot wait for next week's episode when Kristen shows up. I know. And next week is the original finale if that makes sense. So the original finale is next week. And then everything after was post scandal. Wait a minute. So Kristen's showing up though, next week, she was in the preview. So Kristen wasn't on the original finale. So the preview of Kristen is the preview that they showed next week. So are you talking about the one that was leaked? No. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely yes. right. So the one that was leaked, they show Kristen at the very end and she's looking all like sinister in the best way possible. Yeah. Like we're so going to get to the, the bottom one, of this. Yeah. That's the one that was leaked. And then so on Lala's podcast, no, on Jeff Lewis today, she said that they did an investigation. They're looking into who did it. Oh, who's she the said, leak? Yeah. Yeah. She said whoever the leak was had to be an editor or somebody directly something with the, because there was no watermark on it. Yeah. And she said, she's like, we don't even get the, the screeners without the watermark. She's like, it didn't have that. So it was, you know, had to be like an editor, editors, somebody. Right. But, um, so yeah, next week is the original finale. I think it ends with, Raquel and Ariana having a deep one-on-one -on -one conversation um, and with Katie and Tom screaming in the back of the Sir Alley, fighting with each other. Yes, because me. Raquel was supposed to um, come back. At, um, Raquel gets yelled at by Katie and Katie storms out. Yes. Giving me total nostalgia, like throwback 2013 <laughs> Vanderpump rules in the back of the alley. Blonde Katie, Tequila Katie in the back. Tequila Katie, <laughs> yelling at Tom. Hopefully nobody throws drinks on each other. 
I mean, I think that that has hopefully knock on wood passed since James threw out half of his drink <laughs> on the floor and then put it in Schwartz's face. Like a gentleman. <laughs> like a true gentleman, like my James. Good old James. Oh my gosh. That line was classic though. I mean, I will give him this. His zingers are funny. They're hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And when he had his one-on-one with Raquel, um, I don't know where they were, what they were doing. They had a one-on-one conversation. Yeah, when they were um, in, in this week's episode, when they were in yes. um yeah, in Tom Tom's. And James totally owned the conversation. He said a couple things. He said something like you've changed and I'm not saying it's a good thing and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. And he was said, um, and he said he doesn't recognize her anymore. Yeah. He's like, I don't recognize you anymore. I don't know you anymore. I feel like he needed to say those things in order to grow in his relationship with Allie. Yeah. I finally, I mean, the second that he knows that like when the announcement happened, where they're together that that Sandoval and and Raquel have had that affair the second that that happened was the second that he's like I'm over her I'm done Mm because no offense James like you may say that you are over her and you can talk all you want you weren't you were not over her five weeks after the engagement was broke off so there was no he wasn't over her he needed to get things off his chest and I think that he finally got all of it out I mean, he was very well-spoken, too. Everything that he said made sense. He was clear. And I think that she really kind of was, like, humbled in that moment. Well, I hope I hope she was. I don't think she was because then we get the Katie drama, very you know. True. But, but I mean, me, again. That was me being way too nice. <laughs> you, you were being way too nice. But um, I think that she, hopefully at least she gets some kind of comeuppance in that episode that like mm-hmm. humbles her a little bit. We'll see. I don't know. Well, maybe Katie yelling at her with her finger in her face would do it, but I, I mean, no offense, but the girl is what, what did Lala call her? A, uh, a, a dumb a, demon, a dumb demon. Yeah. Like, I don't think that she's even thinking about, you know, what, like she's just kind of vapidly like looking at Katie, like, what? What did I do wrong? Like, I haven't done anything wrong. Like, right. She truly believes that she did nothing wrong in yeah. that situation, which is, she said, I can't understand anybody who would, would, how did she say it? Somebody that would kiss somebody. I can't believe that you would shame somebody for kissing another person, like downplaying it, like kissing or making out. like not a big deal in her book, which it clearly isn't. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I don't think she gives a shit if she kisses anybody. It's just who you were kissing, and you guys made an a- agreement, and you made your you you made your feelings known. This is, I think that Katie would have respected her so much more if she came out and said, "Well, we're not friends, so I don't really give a fuck about your feelings. I'm gonna kiss who I want to kiss, and you mm-hmm. can't tell me who I want to kiss." And the line would have been drawn right there. Instead, she's still trying to play this "I'm innocent," Raquel, or Rachel, whatever you want to call her, you know, person, and I'm, you know. I, you know what? Well, I didn't do anything wrong. Like I'm sweet. Right. It's like own your shit, sweetheart. Like this needs to be the time where she you own your stuff. Yeah, she can't be trying to play both characters. She can't be trying to play, you know, a little slutty girl, and she can't be trying to play a sweet girl at the same time. Yeah, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. 
which is the unfortunate part and which is what like she's trying to kind of do what Schwartz has been doing this whole entire you know, yes. time that he's been on the trying show. To be cute, but also in reality, it's like, you know, you're a sneaky bitch. Yeah. Like but you're not a nice person. Like, even though you may maybe you think that you're a nice person, you're not a nice person. Like in certain that's- circumstances. Your actions speak louder than your words. And that's totally how Tom Schwartz is. That's a good correlation. Yeah. It's sad though, because like I want to feel bad for Schwartz so many times. I really do. But you just can't. <laughs> I, I know. I still is it sad that I still like Schwartz? Um, I don't think I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's good. <laughs> In the words of James Kennedy. I don't think yeah, I think that it's um maybe a little to look out for. Yeah, I mean Here's the other thing too is that you you mentioned earlier that you never liked Sandoval. Never. That totally makes sense. That tracks. I've had multiple people that have worked for him, and I've had people that are friends with him that say the that not friends with him, but like that are around him that say the mm-hmm. exact same thing. He is a very unlikable guy. He is not somebody that you would want to that you would trust around your your significant other or whatever. Right? Like you just don't like. Uh, there's a he lot of people off out- like a slimy energy. Yeah. But here's the thing with Schwartz. He doesn't have that energy. No, he doesn't. He has like Charlie Brown sweet guy energy. Yes. And I, I want to still give him the benefit of the doubt still, even though I know he's in the wrong. He's absolutely in the wrong by taking this side. And that's his friend. And I get it. Your loyalty lies obviously to Sandoval and and whatnot. But like, God, dude, I want to root for you so bad. Like, His please charm come. works on you. It totally does. And Harry's nothing but, and again, from the accounts that I've heard from, like from people like that actually really do know him, have hung out with him. I actually had a friend who worked at Tom Tom's. She works with me at the bar I work at. And she, when she worked at Tom Tom's, she was like, um, I asked her about this whole entire scandal thing. The day that it came out, March 3rd, the day before it came out, mm-hmm. she was supposed to have dinner with him. Shut up. A big, huge, yeah, a big, huge group of them were supposed to go out specifically to Schwartz and Sandy's and have dinner at Schwartz and Sandy's, and he was supposed to join them. And he ended up not joining? He ended up not joining. He ended up calling them. And um, what's his face that got fired from the show, but not from Tom Tom's, the manager? What's his name? Brett? Yeah. So he was supposed to be at the dinner as well, or he was at the dinner as well, and he basically um, told my friend, um, my source, uh, that he was like, yeah, he can't go. It's, um, something really, really bad happened. And then I think she mentioned, um, I, she said something to the effect of like, is, does it have to do with Katie? Is everything okay? And he's like, it's worse. Ooh. And, or something to do with Joe or something like that. But she's like, it's worse. And that's, and so he didn't, he didn't spew it out then, but a bunch of them already silently knew. When he talks about people silently knowing. That's what he means. That's what he meant. He meant that group of people that like are off camera people. They all knew. They did. They were not told, but they knew. Well, let's just, if we're going to talk about sources, I received a message on Instagram um, from somebody who said that they are Tom's ex-best friend. From St. Louis, and this person told me that the 
photo that we see of Tom and Raquel in front of that statue in St. Louis. He's the one that took it? He's the one who took it and leaked it to TMZ. Wow, that is not a friend. No. So this person is, I mean, I can't be the only one that they're going around telling this to. No, definitely not. Especially if they got paid, they got paid for that picture. Oh, 100%. Yeah, this person said that they had a um, somebody, because I was like talking to them and I was like, well, if you're going to tell me all of this, do you want to come on my podcast and tell it to me? Um, What do they say? They said that they were thinking about going on, um, who's did they say? They were thinking about going on Kristen's or somebody else's. I think it was just a nice way of telling me no, and they kind of wanted to stay private still, but they 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 have to be going around telling other people this if they went to TV, oh, absolutely they're going the bloggers well especially know. like Kristen said it on watch what happens live she said the second that this came out other things have been ha- have other people have been coming out yeah. right it's it's like um Harvey Weinstein like the second that one person says it then everybody else is going to come in the out of the woodwork right the unfortunate part is that we we need to give our, we need to give two people their flowers. I'm just going to put that out there right now. We need to give Kristen her flowers. Absolutely. And we need to give Jax Taylor his flowers. You because can have a half dozen. Uh, absolutely. We can split the difference. I'm totally fine <laughs> with that. Because both of them have been saying this for years, that he is not the good guy that you think. And yet we no, nobody believed him. I mean, I'm not saying that I didn't believe him, but I'm not, definitely not saying, because he obviously cheated on Ariana. With right. Miami girl. That's a that's a definite, that's a fact. Why would you fly all the way over here just to be on a television show to say, yeah, we fucked? Like, why? They're, like, what's in it for you? You don't get paid to be on the show. Right. She's, she's like, she's not getting paid. Kristen paid for you to come out and do, and do it. But she, the show didn't do that. The show's not sitting there being like, all expense paid trip to LA, come on out. They're not, Bravo's not doing that for you. No. You know? Um, so... That being said, Jax Taylor, Kristen Doty, giving you your flowers, honey. I absolutely will. I bow down. You guys have been saying this for years. Um, Kristen had the season high last night on Watch What Happens Live. It was just shy of a million viewers. No way. Good yeah. for her. Hell yeah. It just, that just shows you how much. Can you imagine if she had a million viewers, just shy of a million viewers on Watch What Happens Live? A, how crazy would it be if you brought her back? B, if Saucy came back? Could you imagine? We would surpass that million mark. Easily. 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 I don't know. Did you say that you were a Saucy fan before? I don't remember. I'm not. No. But she's just like Lala. I can respect the game. Yeah, she played it. She, yeah, she laughs when it was time for sure. Well, and here's the other thing too. I think she deserves a spinoff because she deserves a wedding spinoff. She totally did because that wedding was magically beautiful. It, it looked like it looked gorgeous. It looked gorgeous. I love Stassi. I said magically beautiful, like it was like a Disney World freaking <laughs> wedding or something. I will say this with her. Um, the accusations that got her fired still kind of hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't remember why she got let go was because she basically said that Faith um, stole a jacket 
and it, and called the cops on her. And the cops, thank God, were like, we're not coming out for that. That's the dumbest thing ever. Right. For a jacket. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's how, unfortunately, some people are very delusional. And again, it's a different time. I'm sure she's learned from it, but it still kind of hurts. Only, and I only say this because not even as a person of color, but just to like think this girl looked nothing like her. No, nothing like her. Yeah, she looked nothing like her. So for you to like, and you've known Faith for like over a decade, dude. Like, how are you going to come at her like that? Like wrong for sure. Yeah. Um, however, that being said, I think that she probably has grown. Hopefully she has, you know, gotten out of that reality blur, whatever blur mm -hmm. um, of being vindictive and kind of evil on that end. So I'm really hoping that, be, and also having a kid changes you. So oh, it does. And I'm, she's pregnant again. I, yeah. She's embracing the mom life, just like Jax is embracing the, family man life yeah, family. you know she's embracing the the mom wife life and i'm hoping that because of that change because she has her child now and a family to provide for and take care of i think that maybe that spinoff can happen you know where we see a different side of her maybe a softer side of her maybe a a mom side of her right um I mean, I'm fine with, with that. I, I, maybe I would give it a chance, but to be honest with you, I'm just hurt. I'm hurt. Cause right. I didn't hate Stassi because what she went through in seasons one through three with Jax, that's fucked up. That's oh yeah. Messed up. Especially in your early twenties and how young they were. Yeah. And like thinking that you're actually in love with this person for at least two and a half years, like of your life thinking like this guy could possibly be the one for some weird reason. I don't know why you thought he would be the one, but whatever to each <laughs> his own. <laughs> I mean, he's double your age and or not double your age, but he's like at least a decade older than you and he's still fucking around. Like, come on, dude. He's obviously not the one. But that being said, you know, I think that she she's hopefully she's grown and we can see a different life of of hers. Um, I'd that be, would be nice to it. see. Even if it's, you know, they had the recap with Jackson Brittany, even if it was something small like a three part, right. let's catch up on your life kind of thing, or like save face a little bit and like explain like what happened because she never really has publicly. Yeah. I mean, the only thing she's done, she has apologized publicly like right, on camera. Yeah. Yeah. She has apologized, but to be honest with you, for me, that wasn't enough, but that's just me. Cause I, cause I have been, so I will say this, my, um, I've been on the beach. Like I've, I grew up in, in a predominantly white neighborhood right? So like girls like me aren't normal here, right? You don't see this face every single day, you know, when you just walking around um, Hermosa, Manhattan Beach area. And I get that. I'm, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to sit there and be delusional and think like, well, you know, God, you guys are racist. It's like, that's absurd. Like you're not seeing a person of color all the time here. So it is what it is. That being said, apparently I have like 8 million doppelgangers because everybody always thinks that I'm this particular volleyball player that plays on the beach. And that kind of annoys me. Cause I'm like, I'm obviously not her. You guys right. like the people that ask me are people that know me. And I'm like, you obviously know that I, this is where I am. I played basketball first and foremost. I, I suck at volleyball. If I was good at volleyball, you would know I'd be at six man every single year. I'd be in volleyball tournaments. I probably would have tried out for AVP. Like, there's like, I would have tried to be a professional volleyball player and like right. and play. I would have gotten to, the, the school I went to, the high school I went to. We have Olympians that went to where I went to high school. 
that played beach volleyball and have won gold medals playing beach volleyball and indoor you volleyball. You would know if it was you playing. Exactly. You would know that it's me. And I'm also, I'm 5'9". I'm not tall here. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I'm like, I grew up around women that are like now 6'2", 6'3". One of my best friends is 6'5". Like, I'm short. So you would really know that it's me because I am not a tall freaking person <laughs> in this city in this particular area that I live in. So that being said, like, it just hurts. Like stuff like that would hurt. Like, I think that that was just a huge trigger for me when she was just like, that's faith. And I'm like, they look nothing alike. Like I saw the footage of who actually was on, uh, caught on camera and who faith is. And you put them side by side, they look nothing alike. Right. Except for the color of their skin. And that's just really sad and telling that you're in your thirties and you're saying something like that. Uh, it just it just showed me that she just, you maybe you needed to be off camera and be fired because you needed to grow, grow as a person. It just that was just that that's it. I'm I'm done with my high horse, guys. I'm sorry for that long. No, I I appreciate you saying that. So it just it just hurt me, and and it hurt, and it shouldn't have. But may, maybe you know, hopefully she's learned, and she's moved on. So hopefully she has. We hope so. I hope but, so. But Kristen, you're awesome. I wish you never ever went off the air. Ever. She was so classy on Watch What Happens Live last night. Yeah. And then they kept throwing her things like, can you say or pick between these two people and say suck a dick? And I'm like, this is the game that Bravo was choosing to play, but it's total Kristen fashion. So yeah, no, she did. Fun. She she was flawless, man. She did a great job. I, again, wish that she would come back on our television screens. I wish she never left our TV screens, to be honest with you. And I can't wait for to see her back on um, in a couple of weeks. I can't Me wait. Too. I'm excited for that. So I am going to wrap us up with my favorite tweet of the day. Yeah, I love um, it. So it's from TV Talk, and it kind of just puts everything into full circle. So it says, <clears throat> Kristen threw a drink on James. James threw a drink on Schwartz. Schwartz threw a drink on Stasi. And Katie. So we need Stasi or Katie to throw a drink on Kristen to complete the pump rules circle of life. That is hilarious, but I disagree. I think that we should have we should have Katie throw a keep the circle going and throw a drink on Raquel. Yes, and then Raquel can just it'll just end with her. And it can end with her. Yeah. She deserves the drink in her face. Yeah. It'll just end with her. Yeah. I'm very okay with that. Like Katie needs to put a drink in somebody else's face, but it's not Kristen. It needs to be like Raquel or Sandoval. And then we it can end to be with Sandoval. That. And then, then the circle would be complete because Sandoval threw a drink Sandoval threw a drink on he threw a drink on somebody. The circle of drink throwing on Vanderpump rules. That was my be, highlight. Complete. My, that was the highlight. I love right, it. guys. Well, thank you for listening to us. This was a good episode. We mostly talked about Vanderpump Rules, and I feel like we could continue talking about it for another hour. But I appreciate you coming on and joining me. Do you want to go ahead and shout out your social media so everybody can go find you and listen and follow you? Absolutely. You guys listen um, every single Wednesday and Friday for The Real Bitch of Bravo. Um every Wednesday with yourself, myself, uh, G. Hey Wiley, and also with this Bravo babe over here. She's awesome. Um, gives great insight to Summer House and then also with my co-host, 
Paul David every Friday. Um, sometimes I do solo episodes, but hopefully they're rare. Knock on wood on that one. Um, you can listen to us anywhere you get your podcast. That is the Real Bitch of Bravo podcast with G. Hey Wiley. Um, also, you can if you want to follow me on social. I am. It's long, so bear with me. It is the <laughs> underscore real underscore bitch underscore of underscore bravo, all lowercase. And then if you want to follow me personally, I'm not going to lie to you. My personal Instagram is very boring. So, but if you want to go nuts, you know, every so, it. yeah, every so often I put some sports stuff up there. I, I do go to a lot of sporting events. So um, for work and for pleasure. So it is J I H A E underscore W, uh, sorry, underscore J H O underscore W I L E Y. Um, so if you want to follow my personal Instagram, that's it. I am on Twitter, but I'm rarely on there. So, um, and I'm taking a Twitter break. Yes. You only need 24 hours. I think you only need 24 hours. Unless something crazy. Yeah. I need a small breather from Twitter and then I'll be back. Yeah. Don't take too much of a break. I don't, I don't know. No, I can't. I'm I'm a Twitter slut. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining me today. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, this is Gossip with Bravo, babe. And I'm Christina. Oh, I'm G.A. Wiley. Sorry. <laughs> and um, all right. You guys have a good weekend. Bye.